Watchtober here at Verdant North. Nikki has some hot spider cider. Dan has some wild and weird plants to share. Caroline's got the jacked up story on pumpkins. Sit back, take a sip, and enjoy this episode of Verdant North. Caroline, what you doing? Hello, Randy. It's time for another episode of Verdante El Norte. I made that up. I don't know if that's accurate. Um, so, <laughs> welcome to Verdant North. Uh, welcome to Broken Italian. <laughs> I thought I was being Spanish. I don't know. That's, yeah, it sounds the same. <laughs> uh, both romance languages, I suppose. Anyhow, um, we have a full house. I'm so excited to have... Dan the Man Hudson here. Hey, guys. And certified spirit specialist, Nikki Lyons. Hello, everybody. We've got pumpkins to talk about, weird plants to talk about, and a beverage to talk about. Nikki, why don't you start us off and tell us about the beverage you brought today? All righty. So I brought a hot apple cider. Um, got actually very hot and melted our cups at first, so we let it cool down a bit, because um, essentially I was kind of like kind of cooking it in a little pan. Um, I'll explain what I put in there and why I was cooking it in a second, and then put it into like some like coffee thermoses things, and it was still really hot when I got here. So, hot, hot, yes. hot, 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 hot. so what I did for this is I went to Trader Joe's and found some Honeycrisp apple juice, which looked pretty good so i got that and it was on a big display so it was by the door and it's ready to go um first one i saw so basically you just want to get some sort of good apple juice or apple cider mm-hmm. not like i don't know like the like weird little cups used to get in like grade school where you, like, peel <laughs> off the top and skip that mod- <laughs> yeah yeah so get like yeah, actual apple juice or apple cider um so then i took that home Poured it in a pan. Um, so I did basically. So I for every cup of apple cider I did, I did about two ounces of bourbon. Ooh. Um, and then a little bit of a orange liqueur. Um, so it was kind of kind of spiked it up a little bit. So um, so that's about like if you made a like generally if you like make a cocktail with a mixer, you're doing about four ounces of mixer to like one and a half ounces of liquor. So it's actually not hmm. that crazy. Okay. Um, of like proportions there so so it's about yeah like so every eight ounces is about an ounce of bourbon okay or or every four ounces is about an ounce of bourbon math um (laughs) and so i did kind of yes (laughs) yep (laughs) did um so i just decided to put some like fall spices and stuff in there so i threw in a bunch of cinnamon sticks um went through my like collection of penzi spices and found some mace and Whole nutmeg or whole no whole allspice. I, I go a little crazy buying spices a lot, so I find all sorts of weird stuff I forget I have. Like um, then some star anise. Think I threw some other stuff in there. Sliced oh. up an orange, put that in there. Found some vanilla ec- extract. I couldn't find a measuring spoon, so I just dumped the rest of the bottle in there. <laughs> so I was like, I didn't know how vanilla you would be, so I was like, oh, this looks like a good amount. And so, um, but you can kind of tweak it however you want for you know types of flavors and stuff you like. So just if you stick in that kind of root botanical family of like nutmeg and mm-hmm. clove um, and stuff. Yes, yep, exactly. Awesome. Um, you can kind of mix up your own thing, and so then I kind of heated that up for like fifteen minutes, maybe. And, I was ready to go. So pretty easy to do. You can do it in a crock pot, you know, for over the holidays, like just kind of like an easy little nice, nice warm drink as it's getting very cold here. <laughs> well, <laughs> awesome. Let's give it a shot. Uh, cheers, everybody. Cheers. Clink, clink. They're plastic clink. cups. Thank you. Thank you. 
I'll get the Foley team on it. Oh, wow. I taste the orange. For, well, first I taste the, the bourbon. <laughs> Apple. That's good. There's a note of fire ants. <laughs> My belly feels very warm. <laughs> Please note that we only gave Dan a teeny tiny amount of this beverage because he said it would make him <laughs> his pants. That's true. Yeah, past listeners will remember his story about apples and how they don't agree with it. <laughs> yeah. Well, it's not that they don't agree with me. It's that they make me myself. I, okay, yeah, maybe we some people some people say don't agree, other people say diarrhea. <laughs> I wish I would I could just be like, "Oh, I'm feeling a little constipated. I just want to eat an apple to cure it." And no, I would just be that would be awesome. Yeah. Like Oh my god. It's like my superhero weakness. You have like apple celiac disease. Yeah, it's yeah. not that hard to avoid apples. You have apple jack no, it's disease. It's, it's, it's like it's fairly easy to avoid <laughs> Yeah, I think conventionally most people are like, I want a coffee and a cigarette to get me going. But no, you're like, hey, that works too. Yeah. I'm buying you diapers for Christmas. <laughs> and a bag of apples? I'm just, yeah. I'm just <laughs> all day. Yeah. You have all the apples you want. <laughs> Okay, so uh, speaking of apples, uh, you know, did you know that the jack-o'-lantern has uh, not always just been pumpkins? I had no idea. Did you did you know? How about nobody knew? Nobody knew. Well, I'm here to share this legend with you. Okay, so the jack-o'-lantern has its roots uh, in a story, an Irish tale about Stingy Jack. Hmm. So apparently this guy, Stingy Jack, is kind of the town drunkard and he swindles people. An all-around shady guy just doing bad deals and taking people's money and getting wasted. Hmm. Um, and so he's he's known for being a trickster. He'll, he'll You don't even want to talk to him because he'll trick you out of something. And Satan was like, Oh, challenge accepted. So it was like Satan just, Satan like, just was taking notes. Yeah, the devil. Happened to, be, happened to be hanging out in town. Like, <laughs> like, I feel like missed, so this is devil? This, yeah, I feel like this part of this was <laughs> in this small Irish town. Okay, so Satan is uh, omnipotent, I guess. I don't know. Well, or like word on the gr- street, word through the grapevine got to Satan that like, oh, this guy's super trickery he's like he's a bad dude and satan <laughs> i'm a really good storyteller randy I, satan's like i heard there's satan 2.0 come see if he wants to hang out <laughs> well satan was like uh i'm gonna take that guy's soul to hell no big deal so he goes to like confront jack and take him to hell for all of his sins and Jack was like, oh, man, that's going to be a long time. Let's go have a couple of drinks first. Just, you know, like last meal, last beverage. So they go to the pub and proceed to get wasted together. And they need to pay. And Jack's like, I don't have enough money. Satan, do you have any money? No, I don't have any money. He's like, Satan, Satan. Satan doesn't have any money? You, well, not on him. It's like credit, and he didn't have. They didn't take credit all the time. (laughs) They didn't have Apple Pay installed, so they were just screwed. Uh, So Jack, clever Jack, was like, "Hey, Satan, just turn into a gold coin, and I'll pay, and then you can turn back into Satan, and we'll head out." 
So Satan turns into a gold coin and Jack shoves it in his pocket with a crucifix and bails on his tab, too. So (laughs) Satan's pissed that he's trapped as a coin because his crucifix is not letting him shapeshift. And Jack's like, "Okay, you have to leave me alone for a decade and then I'll let you free. So he lets Satan free after Satan says, "Okay, okay." Uh, Satan comes back 10 years later for Stingy Jack. True to his word. True to his word. (laughs) Satan came back in 10 years and was like, okay, buddy, let's go. And he's like, oh, man, well, can you, like, at least grab that apple out of that tree for me? So Satan climbs up into the tree to get the apple and... Jack uh, circulates circles. (laughs) Jack encircles the base of the tree with crucifixes. So he's treed the devil. And the devil's like, dang it, you did it again. Oh, you're the worst. Uh, And he's like, how about this? I'll let you go and you're never allowed to take me to hell. And Satan's like, okay, fine, done. And he leaves. Well, one day Jack gets old and dies and he goes up to the pearly gates and is like, okay, well, I can't go to hell. So here I am. And they're like, no way, man, you're a shyster. Like you're a, you're not a nice guy. You don't get to come to heaven. So he's like, well, I don't know what to do then. He goes to hell and Satan's like, no, man, we made a bargain. You can never come to hell or heaven. You're just going to have to wander the ethereal planes all the time. Ha ha ha. But you can take this burning coal. And so uh, Jack carved a turnip and stuck the coal into the turnip and would uh, just kind of wander in and out of the mortal planes with his lantern. So he's Jack of the Lantern. And so Irish and Scottish kids would carve apples or pumpkins or squashes. Or turnips. Or turnips. (laughs) And put candles in them to scare away birds. spirits that are wandering around outside and then once the tradition came to north america where pumpkins are from that is when our conventional jack-o'-lantern was born they were like this thing's already hollow inside the job's half done it's excellent so american ingenuity (laughs) that's why they're carved into ghoulish faces because they're supposed to scare away spirits kind of like a gargoyle that was a strange extra verse to Devil Went Down to Georgia. I was going to say, where's Charlie Daniels' band on this? <laughs> Devil went, climbed an apple tree. <laughs> well, pumpkins came from North America. And uh, 27 million tons of pumpkins and squash, are gr- gourds included, are grown per year. And most of it is in China. About 30% of it is in China. But pumpkins are a big deal. Uh, if you're picking a pumpkin variety, consider your zone. Um, so pick something with for we're here in zone four. If you're in zone three, you're in zone five. Pick something with a short season to fruit. And different pumpkins have different sizes and purposes. For instance, a pie pumpkin is different than a jack-o'-lantern pumpkin. Jack-o'-lantern pumpkins only taste like Satan. They don't taste like yummy pie. So there's that. Um, <laughs> and there are some people who grow giant pumpkins for competition. Um, I had a really great statistic on how big the biggest one was, but I lost it. So I apologize. Anyways, giant, huge pumpkins, or there's actually a pumpkin contest called chunking where people get together and build contraptions to hurl pumpkins as far as possible. I've seen this in Vermont a couple of times. Both <laughs> that and uh, pumpkin boat like making, so they big pumpkins. You can see if they can get a man on it to 
paddle out and paddle back. That's another thing that I've seen with pumpkins out in Vermont. So, so consider what the purpose of this pumpkin will be when choosing your variety. And then here's my little my little heartwarming story that I'm really happy about. I was like, okay, Caroline, Halloween is coming up. You get trick-or-treaters, but how can I inspire kids to be gardeners? So I wrote to a few different seed companies to say, hey, it'd be cool if I could hand out some seeds to try and encourage kids to get into gardening um, for Halloween this year. And a lot of them wrote back and they're like, ah, you know, all of our seeds are done for the year. We've already given them out to everybody in the warehouse or we have this pack and that pack. And and it was like, well, these are only a dollar. I'm like, yeah, but I don't want to spend, you know, like a hundred dollars on seeds for this. Um, one company came through though. Johnny select seeds is sending me 30 packs of pumpkin seeds. For free to give out for Halloween this year. (laughs) That's pretty cool. It is so cool. There were two varieties that I chose. I chose um, hybrid varieties, not heirloom. I chose hybrid for their disease-resistant properties. I chose a pie-making pumpkin that is smaller. And then I chose a jack-o'-lantern-making pumpkin, which is a little bit bigger. Um, So... I'll have like 15 of each. And my husband was like, yeah, that's really sweet. That's a great idea. Are you also giving candy out? And I, I was, was like, going to say, you don't highly, want to be that house that doesn't yes, actually give out I would out candy. highly recommend candy <laughs> on top of that. Kids are going to egg your house. Yeah. <laughs> Parents think you're trying to like give, your, give their kids some weird stuff. Well, like, and I was also like... Okay, pumpkin seeds. As long, you know, pumpkin seeds are edible in case anybody or their dog ate them. Whereas, like, I don't need kids tripping on salvia or <laughs> <laughs> or morning glories or something like that. So I chose things that like should be totally cool. Um, but I don't know. We non-psychedelic. can't psychedelic. Non <laughs> non psychedelic. So I don't know if should I put any instructions to the parents with these and tape like the instructions, the seeds to a Snickers or something like that. I don't know. What do you think? Yeah, I think you should. Yeah. Yep. Okay. All right. Noted. Well, (laughs) definitely include candy. That's all. That's all my pumpkin talk. Uh, Dan, did you have a couple of weird plans to share? I was sitting at home today and I was like, you know what? It's time to look at my weird plant book. <laughs> it just you're sitting there just not doing thought. anything. No. It was certainly wasn't because you texted me or anything. <laughs> <laughs> um, so I want to talk about two plants today. And these are indeed weird goddamn plants. Weird plants by Dan. Do 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 do. They're weird. He is too. I am definitely weird as well. <laughs> So the first one that I wanted to talk about is called Coco de Mer. I, I don't know if I'm saying that right. I don't know if you're supposed to have like an accent when you say it. But it's like coconut of the sea, right? Okay. And you might be thinking, aren't all coconuts from the sea? Well, kind of, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. The difference if they came from the sea. Because we know so much about coconuts here in Minnesota. <laughs> you can also use them for jack o' lanterns. Yep. It's so, really yeah. hard, though. <laughs> Need a drill press. Um, so, coconuts, uh, the coconut itself is like a seed dispersal mechanism, right? So, they float on water. A floater nut. They're floater nuts. 
And so they will like float on the ocean and like go to a island and wash up and then they'll sprout and grow into a tree. This, this tree, this fucking plant. The coconut of the sea. Coconut of the sea. The seed looks like human genitalia. That's, that's what I... <laughs> Which type of human genitalia? Uh, all of the above. When you look at the thing, you're like, I don't know what I'm looking at, but I know it's dirty. <laughs> uh, it's, there's, in some cases, there's hair involved, and it looks bizarrely, <laughs> bizarrely accurate to just like a human... Yeah, but is it hot? Uh, it's pretty hot. <laughs> I'd imagine some drunk islanders going to town on one of these giant coconuts. So these these coconuts are the largest seed in the world of any plant. Okay. Right? They can weigh up to like 35, 40 pounds. So they're like the size of a human ass. <laughs> and that's, that's kind of what they look like. You, I mean, if you're if you want to, just do yourself a favor. Look it up, and just so you know what these things look like, it's very. I mean, it's not technically it's not obscene because it's a plant, but uh, it's I don't know I don't know what to say about it. Um, they are hard, smooth, and sometimes hairy brown seeds, weigh up to thirty five pounds. Uh, they are native to Seychelles. I don't know if I'm saying that right either. The islands off the coast of Africa. Oh, okay. Um, and they've sort of become like a tourist attraction just because they're the largest seed in the world and they look like uh, someone's about to get down. They look um, like a butt. <laughs> they look like an ass. Oh, my gosh. I want to be on that tour and just, like, see how many people are just giggling, like, as yeah. they're, like, going around. Look at this butthole fruit. This is <laughs> Some of them also, I will say, some of them also look like just a giant pair of nuts. <laughs> uh, that's the first thought that occurred to me was like buffalo testicles. Some sort of weird like ro- roar shark test or whatever those things are. Right. <laughs> oh, oh my god. god. Oh my god, everybody Google this. So it, it gets it gets funnier because if you look at so this is the seed it, okay. that looks like this. Um, the flowers, it has male flowers and female flowers. The male flower looks like a colossal droopy d- <laughs> I'm not making this up. I swear. <laughs> uh, so, yeah, I, I, I'm, I'm just speechless when I, when I found this thing and started looking at it and, re- and researching it. It's, I think it's nothing. We should preserve in this plant, you know, make sure it doesn't go extinct, if nothing else, just for the sake of humor. Oh, my God. It does look like it. A- doesn't it? Ridiculous. <laughs> Emphasis on ridiculous. Oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> it's ribbed. Oh, my God. <laughs> it is uh, bizarre. Oh, it's naughty. Anyway, that's really what's interesting about that plant. Um, I don't really know how tall the tree grows. No one really gives a <laughs> Let's move on, though. Uh, so the second p- weird plant that I wanted to talk about is... Uh, 
what's called like a vampire plant. Ooh. And I think I'm saying this right. Hidnora africana is the name of the plant. So this is a pretty weird one. Um, it lives entirely underground. Okay. Except for when it flowers. Um, it takes its nutrients from the root system of neighboring plants. Oh, it's a parasite. It is a parasite. Yeah. So you don't know where these things are. They're just underground until they bloom. Boom. And they send up basically like a something that looks like a sh- It looks like a turd <laughs> that's just standing straight up. It's like brown and it's like hard <laughs> and knobby. <laughs> and... When it blooms, it sort of like opens up and it looks like a, this like red, like fleshy melon kind of a thing with like these claw. It looks like it's alive. It Weird. looks like this like strange alien mouth that's opening up out of this shit log. <laughs> uh, they also smell like shit because they attract dung beetles to pollinate them. Oh, hey. Yeah. Hey. I'm nice. not just full of filth and obscenity. <laughs> Actually, mostly I am. But There's beauty in all things. Yeah, the beautiful dung beetles. <laughs> um, That's what you should be for Halloween this year. A dung beetle? <laughs> yes. A beautiful yeah. dung beetle. A sexy <laughs> dung beagle. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Did you say sexy dung beagle? Beetle. I tried. Okay. Take my little... Sideshow Bob over there. Uh, but no, they, they are very unnatural looking and sinister. Uh, There's nothing unnatural about Not itself, but if you see these things, like when they open up, it looks like you can't tell if it's an eye or a mouth or a claw, but it looks like it's alive and it wants to harm you. Spooky. Are they poisonous? No. What do they taste like? Well, I know what they smell like. (laughs) (laughs) They smell like what a dung beetle wants. (laughs) So I don't know. I would assume that Ass. they taste like that. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> they smell like coco de mer. Uh, but that's what I got. I got plant and I got ass plant. <laughs> I like that you had a theme. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. This has been a very enjoyable episode for us to make. I hope you enjoyed listening to it. Randy, roll the credits. Thanks for listening to Verdant North. Find us online at advertentnorth.net. Find us on Twitter at Verdant North. And like us on Facebook by searching Verdant North. You can email us at verdantnorthteam at gmail.com. Listen to Verdant North on SoundCloud, Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, Google Play Music, and Spotify. Please like, rate, comment, and share the podcast with your friends, family, and strangers. We don't pay for advertising, and we don't have networks backing us. So help us, baby. We appreciate the help. Uh, if you would like to help us even further, you can contribute to Verdant North by donating to Kofi.com backslash Verdant North. That's ko-fi.com backslash Verdant North. You can contact Caroline with any questions through Advertent North on Twitter or on Facebook. Uh, you can chat with Dan Hudson about tree genitalia, who's swinging the biggest stick in there, uh, <laughs> if you want to, at Advertent Dan. <laughs> He has all that info, and I, he keeps it really well organized. Yeah. It's really messed up. Lots of detailed notes. Yeah. <laughs> if you would like possibly any recipes from Nikki, uh, contact Caroline through at, at our Verdant North stuff, and we can hook you up, too, because uh, 
that was some delicious cider. It was very good. And you can find me on Twitter at Marlon underscore Rando if you want to talk to me for whatever reason. Uh, extra special thanks to Brie Edisted and Dewey Vu for graphic design and artwork. Thanks to Corey Hartun for being our webmaster and making sure we're visible online. Happy birthday, Corey. <laughs> Extra special thanks to Minneapolis band Prozac Rat and their Volcanus Project for letting us use their sweet rockin' tunes. Thanks for listening and always remember... It's okay, it's okay to, to kill a coconut. <laughs> <laughs> you give yourself permission. <laughs> <laughs>